What's up, y'all? It's me, Jet. Welcome back to the Different World Order podcast. Thank you for tapping in with me. I know it's been a while, but um, now we're consistent. (laughs) I'm speaking that into the universe. Although, after all, it is in my control, right? (laughs) So today's subject is darkness. Nothing is what you think it is. And as I was preparing to do this episode, I I just had so much to say on this topic. Um, I'm thinking that I may end up needing to break this down into several parts um, because I really want to just deep dive into every subject that I cover with you guys. So for now, though, we can go ahead and get into this first part. Okay, so let's start off with breaking down what color is in the first place. So pigment is color, right? And as you may know by now, we live in a holographic um, dimension, right? That's what we mean when we say that this is an illusory realm. It means that we are holograms of source energy in the physical, in a dense material form. And that is how we get to experience life on earth in a body, okay? However, this does not mean that we are any less cosmic than our primordial forms. However, we take on a denser and you could say less etheric form. But for many people, such as myself, it's a calling, I would want to say more than a goal, it's a calling to get back more into the roots of who we truly are on a soul level, on a spirit level, on a cosmic level, at our cores. So let's break this down. We are a synthesization of the form, the stages of matter, right? So mainstream science, although a lot of astrophysicists are um, trying to dispel this myth, um, because as you guys know, most things that are mainstream information are either bastardized or they are brought down to a level where the spiritual aspect is void. It's removed. And this is done intentionally so that it's harder for you to understand who you really are and what this planet is and what this universe is and what your place is in it. Because As you're able to tap back into that, that's you tapping into your power, tapping into your truest self. So they will say that the first state of matter is solid. Um, However, the first state of matter is plasma. So we have plasma, gas, liquid, solid. We currently appear to be in a solid form. We're in our most dense form. Now, we're made out of the same substances as 
celestial bodies because we are celestial bodies. We're, we are seeded from the stars, and that's where the term star seed comes from. We're literally seeded from the stars, and that's why we're made out of the same substances. So let's break down what these different stages are, and these also key into our phases of evolution in terms of the five root races, um, and which is the true uh, human evolutionary trajectory, which we will continue to be going through as we are currently building toward the sixth root race, but we're in the fifth, but we'll get into that. That's a whole other subject and we can go into that on another episode. So what is plasma? Plasma is light, okay? Plasma is made up of primarily uh, dark matter. It's made out of energy and the form of this energy is light, okay? So when we understand that light is what creates color and creates pigment, then we can understand that the reason why light and the idea of a holograph is so much more powerful than just an illusion is because it's powered by energy. And that's what we are at our core, right? 99% of matter in the universe is made up of plasma. Okay, so that's why that is the first state of matter. We can look at things objectively and logically, and we can see that it makes sense that the first state of matter is plasma, as the vast majority of everything in the universe is made up of plasma. Okay, so, and a large part of this would be, for example, um, ultraviolet light which is the most energetic light. This is light that is unobservable to the human eye, um, or I would say our second and third eyes, as our third eye really was our first eye. And that again (laughs) will clue into our evolution and how we've been through different phases. Um, And at some point we actually visibly had that third eye. Our membrane now is just so thick as we've turned into a denser state of our primordial selves due to us creating duality in order to survive in this dimension and how that has basically separated as we've separated the aspects of ourselves we have separated our connection to source we're never disconnected from where we come from which are the cosmos However, as we further steep ourselves, immerse ourselves into the illusion that is duality, the denser our form becomes, so the less celestial we seem. Okay, so, all right, so, hope you guys got that. (laughs) All right, so, now, that is plasma, and so plasma is like you can look at a planet or you can look at a star like the sun and you're looking at a lot of plasma, okay? You can look at the blood that is running through your veins and you know that that is made out of plasma as well, okay? So we're simply taking on a denser form of what the celestial bodies are made out of. So now... Um, the second phase of matter being gas. So 
these things are also within us. We have oxygen, hydrogen, etc. Um, the next phase being liquid. Okay, obviously our body is primarily composed of water and all of our fluids, our water, our cerebral spinal fluid, um, our, our blood, this is all so, so intrinsic because these things are foundational in our origins, but also in being able to charge ourselves up today. Okay, so then we have the solid form. And with that, we can think about the minerals that we need to sustain ourselves and that make up our physical body. We are made out of the same things that the earth is, right? So we have, you know, magnesium, iron, etc. And literally, uh, the iron that is in the earth's core, that is what allows the earth to create its magnetic field around itself. And remember, we have a magnetic field as well. Um, everything has, that has spirit, that is connected to spirit, has a toroidal field. Okay, so now, um, now we get how our physical form is derived from energy, which is derived from pigment, and how this is connected to these uh, processes that led us up into this dense physical form. Now, if we look at, we can look at this from another vantage point as well, and another process um, that will help you to understand uh, how we came into this current form and why darkness is so, what it really is, okay? And why it's so key to us being who we truly are in our most exalted state. So we have, for the second process, we know that plasma makes up 99% of the universe, right? And a large majority of this is unobservable to the human eye, although there are certain, like for example, UV light, which is the most energetic light. There are certain beings that can still visibly see this, um, such as insects, which is a smaller form. We've already gone through the progression of being in smaller forms and now taking on our current form, right? So we're beginning as um, minerals, light, water, that synthesis into uh, atoms, into molecules, into our current form. At atom, atom, atom the first human, right? Mind you, Adam is not the first human, but I'm just saying how they came up with that myth. And again, we can go over that another time, but how we even got to that myth in the first place, which is symbolic of the first human, which was a woman, <laughs> um, is represented in that story. The, the scientific process is represented in that story. Um, and this is actually what primordial waters we emerged from in that much smaller form. That is what manifests into different blood types. And that is why, you know, people think of it a lot as, um, 
as race, but in reality, um, in today's day and age where we have done so much genetic, um, genetic engineering and, you know, a lot of groups have done that intentionally, but we've done a lot of genetic engineering and genetic evolution. And so you really want to look at your blood type to know which waters you came out of and how much that makes you immersed into different levels of darkness, which is perception. But anyway, that'll make more sense later. (laughs) And we'll go into the blood type thing deeper um, another time. So because we originate from these substances manifesting as a denser state to exist in the third dimension, you can see how we originate from dark matter or darkness, just like the cosmos, what they exist in, right? Because that is, that is our cosmic womb that we come from. It is made out of dark matter. And so that is what we were created in the image of, okay? We're just in a much more denser form than the celestial bodies that you see as depicted in the sky. So basically what holographs of source energy means is that what the same things that pigment us is what's required to activate our light bodies. And these things are primarily melanin and plasma. Okay. And remember the plasma, the celestial version, the cosmic version, we are celestial too. So let me say the cosmic version of plasma is primarily made out of what dark matter and melanin does what it gives pigment. The more melanin you have, the darker your pigment. And yes, this is most obviously on the outer layer of our skin, but it's located in several places. Okay. So how we experience our awareness of these lights that compose this world, which is why we're made of the same elements as this world is, has to do with our melanin and our plasma. And this creates our consciousness and dispels the illusion that is disconnection from the cosmos or the overall spirit. And that is one way to look at the cosmos and the divine womb as the divine cosmic womb as the overall spirit. And this is why the expansion of consciousness as both a physical and mental, emotional, spiritual process is directly correlated to darkness. It's not about shining a light or what you think of as light, which is a false light, an illusory light that only allows us to see this material dimension with our physical and not our third eye, but instead being able to see the most potent light, which is not observable to the human eye, but it stems from the full magnetic electro spectrum of light, which is actually only available to us at night from the dark sky. Okay. As the darkness is actually the most energetic light, right? Like we said earlier, like UV light. So, Darkness is light contracted in on itself. That's, that's what darkness actually is. It's light folded in on itself. 
So within that, you actually have the most range of light. That is the brightest light. That is the strongest light. That is the most powerful light. So you can see why that they would want that concept to be demonized, right? So now that we better understand what darkness is, we can talk about what are some of the ways that we can tap into, into this darkness to further connect with the cosmos on a conscious level. Because as I always say, the disconnection from spirit, from the cosmos is an illusion. So all that we're doing, who are doing the spiritual work to tap in, we're simply trying to connect on a conscious level. So the pineal gland, the pineal gland is often thought of as the seat of the soul, as is the heart, because we do have a lot of melanin in the chambers of the heart as well. And so where we have these, uh, where we have this substance of melanin located um, physically are definitely areas that we can look at to do work on the soul and to connect to the, to the cosmos. So the pineal gland, this is where melatonin production occurs. Um, this is not a substance that is taught in a mainstream sense to be as essential to our being as it is. But our circadian rhythm is so, so important to our spiritual practice um, and just to our general like functionality and health as as humans, let alone as spirits. So melatonin is what melatonin production is what happens only in darkness or at night, which is why you might want to get a um, an eye mask to sleep in, because if you sleep a little bit into the into the daytime and um, the sun starts coming up, your melatonin production is going to be messed with. But also most of us live places where you have a lot of light pollution. So it's, you're never really in total darkness, even at nighttime. So the eye mask will help with that. So what happens when your pineal gland secretes melatonin is this actually, and you'll have to dig really, really deep to find this, but one thing that actually happens as you secrete uh, melatonin from your pineal gland, and this is probably why people get confused and they think that, or some people try to say, I've heard spiritualists say it before, and some very renowned ones, to be honest, say that like, melanin is melatonin, but it's not, but they are connected to each other. And that's definitely slept on. So when we secrete melatonin, this actually leads to the production of melanin or otherwise known as melogenesis, melanogenesis, excuse me. <laughs> and that's probably what it'll be easier for you to find. Um, but they'll explain how that is creating pigment. And remember, pigment is essential because this is literally a holographic world composed of light that is creating um, sacred geometry that is creating all of our forms, right? So you, you can never sleep on the value of anything connected to 
pigment. So whether that be in your eyes, which is why sun gazing is a powerful thing, whether that be on your skin, how it's signaling, um, how it's filtering through information that comes in through light, uh, whether it be on your inner organs, uh, in your brain, in your heart, um, in various locations. So anyway, um, so it creates melanogenesis and it stimulates the production of melanin. And so that's super key, but also it secretes into our blood and our cerebral spinal fluid. Now, remember earlier I was telling you guys about how key our fluids are, our blood um, and all of our fluids because they contain cells and our cells are, are charging us up. They're powering us up. And this is again, another one of our connections through our plasma to our more cosmic form, um, which is a part of this greater overall universe that is made out of 99% uh, plasma or 80% plasma. So, um, and if you know anything about Kundalini energy and the activation of the light body, then you know how key our cerebral spinal fluid is. Okay. So the melatonin hormone is charging all of these functions, which we know are a bridge to the spiritual. So from a mental emotional standpoint, we're going through an alchemical process as well as what we just described, of course, is our chemical processes. Um, but we can also do what I call mental alchemy. And this is why this, you know, spiritual figures, which are golems, which were created by certain people with certain agendas. <laughs> but again, we'll save that for that's an, another topic we'll save for another day. But all of these are these stories are, are bastardized occult principles and concepts. So we can still extract a lot of wisdom from them if we decode them and look at them from the right vantage point. So looking at your Jesus figures, your Muhammad's, etc. This is why they had to be in a dark cave in order to be reborn, right? It's where the concept of the dark night of the soul comes from. This is the most pivotal opportunity and point in your life to step into the expansion of your consciousness, as people call it, awakening or ascension. So literally, we are expanding our consciousness through darkness on several levels, on a physical level, on a mental level, on a on an emotional level, on a spiritual level. So I hope that <laughs> this breakdown of darkness today helped you to better understand what this concept really is. It's not just about your shadow side. It's not just about um, digging into hard times and trials and tribulations. It is everything. It is the cosmic womb that we come from. It is our origins. And when we dive into that is when we can remember who we are 
and tap into our true power. And that is the same thing that they want to demonize and they want to villainize and that they want to create illusions about and keep you separate from so that you stay disconnected from your power while they have all this information and they utilize it to their benefit and to their gain to stay in the position that they are in this world that they've created um, for us to experience in the way that we do. But the more that we learn what these concepts are really about, we can take back our power and step into our exalted state and experience on this planet that is ours. So thank you so much for tapping in. I appreciate you. Um, I love you. I thank you. And I'm grateful to be able to spend this time. Uh, Thank you for locking in to the next episode. Have a beautiful day and a lovely life. I'm out.